0: hey everybody good evening good evening happy thursday mic check one two mic check one two happy thursday to each and every one of you come on in facebook if you're at all able join in with me I am your host, Marissa N. Martin, also known as Yours Truly Riss, and I welcome you to this podcast episode of What Say Ye. Come on in, Facebook, and join in with me. Hi, Roderick Tibbs. Good evening, good evening. Share the video as you guys are coming in. Like the video. Invite somebody to join in. For this segment, this session of What Say Ye. Y'all, I am so excited to have my mic with me. I was going to record this yesterday, but I had to wait on my mic to arrive, you guys. I could not do this episode. I could not go forward with this live without my mic. So shout out to Amazon who deliver on time. They deliver on time today. And so we are going forward tonight. We're going forward this evening With this segment of What Say Ye, y'all. I am not playing. Do you hear me? I see Roger laughing. I am not playing with this podcast. So. Tonight, we're going to talk about Relationships 101, and I'm excited um, to spit out my thoughts on relationships and definitely to hear what you guys have to say concerning relationships as well. I'm so happy to be doing this episode tonight about Relationships 101, but first, I would just like to tell you guys a little bit about me. Of course, and what brought about this whole podcast, this whole what say ye? Um, hi, Alfie, how you doing? And I mean, it's pretty simple. Um, I love to talk. I love to talk. If you know me, I am a praying woman. I am a preaching woman. I have a series of small businesses. I love interacting with people. And I just love talking, you guys. I mean, I can have a whole conversation with someone and really have it by myself. Literally have it by myself. Um, I'm sure Alfie knows about that. Um, you know, I could even be on the phone with somebody, a friend or a family member, and be talking to them, <laughs> right? I'll be talking to them, but I'm talking to myself. I will ask the questions, answer the questions, seek advice, and then come up with a solution. And really the other person doesn't have to say anything. I can just conversate with myself. And so a while ago, a long while ago, a couple of months ago, somebody uh, mentioned to me, why don't you do a podcast? You know, I see a podcast in your future. You know, everybody's prophesying and uh, speaking into one another and so they were saying why don't you do a podcast but at the time i was not in a place to do a podcast i was not necessarily feeling the whole podcast thing you know i was focused on my ministry. I was focused on my businesses and so I was like, uh, I don't know about that podcast thing. <laughs> but then came the coronavirus, guys. Hi Miss Debbie, then came the coronavirus, and so we had to start doing this whole social distancing thing, and we all had to be quarantined. We can't go anywhere, can't see nobody, can can't hug anybody, can barely look at anybody. I mean, can anybody relate to me? <laughs> so, you know, I was sitting in the house and I was just thinking to myself The same way as I talk to myself and I was just coming up with these different topics, different things I had concerns about, different ideas. And I'm like, I wish I had someone to talk to. Um, but you cannot always call your friend or your family member on the phone because everybody has their life too. Everybody has different things that they're doing, focusing on and working on. So I say, you know what? I usually talk to myself. Um, I can talk away. So I was like, why not do this whole podcast thing? And so that's what we're doing each and every week. You guys can, you will see me going live doing what say ye. I want you to come in. I want you to join the conversation. I don't want you to just watch me, look at me, um, but I want you to talk back. I want you to communicate with me. I want you to let me know what you're thinking. Um, it's okay if you agree with me and then you can say you agree. If you don't, then say you don't. Um, this is not ministry. This is not Uh, Evangelist Marissa, this is just Marissa, and we're talking about some real life, everyday things, Um, so if you're at home, go ahead and grab your coffee, grab your tea, uh, whatever you prefer, and take this journey with me. Let's take this journey tonight, y'all. Relationships 101. We're going to get to that, of course, but I have a few other things um, that I want to put out there, and I want to get you guys' commentary on tonight. Again, I want you guys to come in in the comment section. I want you to share the video, invite somebody to come in. I want this to be um, a highly interactive thing. I want to know what say ye. So our first topic for the night. Hi, Pastor Ford. Hi, Shanika. How you doing? How you doing? Our first topic for tonight is you can get the Rona from your family. Beware, guys. You can get the Rona from your family and your friends. (laughs) I mean, I think we've been doing some of this a little bit backwards. And it's okay, you know, to each their own. You know, I ride down the street sometimes and I see some of us who are sitting in our vehicles. We're driving with our mask on. But then, when we get around our friends or our family, we take our mask off. Um, and so, I just want to come on here and sound the alarm a little bit, um, as my pastor says, and let you know you can get the Rona from your family and your friends. I know we're still trying to go around our family, check on one another. Some of us, um, and I'm saying us because I want to be inclusive, are still having these small get-togethers, these family gatherings. Um, but the rates are going up. Um, the news reports are showing that numbers are increasing. They're increasing even higher than they were when this thing first begun. And so we have to be where you guys, you can get it from your family. You can get the Corona from your auntie. You can get it from your cousin and your uncle. You can get it from your siblings. So just because they're our family and we love them. We love them. Yes, we do. I love my grandmama. You can't tell me nothing about my grandmama. But we have to remember that you can get the Rona from your family. So let's make sure that we're still washing our hands. We're still using sanitizer. Uh, we're still wearing our masks. Don't let the enemy, and I don't want to take this into ministry, but don't let the enemy get in your mind and confuse you when it comes to your family. Family is, I mean, I think, and this is my opinion, they haven't said it on the news, they haven't said it on the radio, but I'm almost certain that this virus is spreading the way that it is because we are not protecting ourselves from our family. We go into Walmart. We go into Kroger. We go to the gas station, and we want to wear our mask. But then we get around our family. It's our. We feel like it's relax time. It's time to relax. Miss <laughs> Debbie said, "Amen, teach now." We're daily learning things about this virus. That's right, Miss Debbie. Shanika says we are really to be social distancing still, even from friends and family. Absolutely, we are definitely supposed to be social distancing from friends and family. And some of us are still having gatherings. Some of us are still trying to celebrate the holidays and birthdays and everything else as usual Um, but unfortunately and trust me I want to, too. I love my family, too. I love my people, too. But we have to do what's best for us and what's best for our family during this dying and trying time. Uh, Shanika says people have gotten tired of staying at home and decided that COVID-19 doesn't exist anymore. Absolutely. We feel like if we make ourselves believe that... um that it's okay. and we make ourselves believe that nothing is going to happen, then nothing is going to happen. And I mean, we should definitely have faith. The blood of Jesus cover all of us, right? But we have to definitely be wise. We have to use wisdom. The Lord gives us wisdom, you guys. We have to use wisdom and we don't want to just be going out here recklessly and carelessly um, and find ourselves sick or our family members sick. Debbie says exactly. We get relaxed with family. Oh, Yes. Oh, yes, Um, we know this our safe place, and that's where we want to let our guard down, we want to let our hair down, take our wig off, and and that's understandable. Family is family. Family is always going to be family, but if we want to get through this thing as a family, you guys, we have to continue to social distance. We have to continue to be cautious and be careful. I can love you, but I love you from a distance, all right? I can love you, but I love you from a distance. Moving on to our next topic for tonight. Trump's gas to go. Trump gas to go. I cannot say it enough. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. (laughs) I am sick and tired of being sick and tired. Where did I get that from? Is that a movie? Is that a song? But I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired concerning Trump and his, uh, I, want, I was going to say rain, um, but it's more like a, a storm, a tornado that he got going on in the White House. Trump got to go. And so I just want to encourage you guys to make sure that when it is election time that we vote. It's great that we do protests. It's great um, that we, you know, get out there and we show our face and we stand strong with one another um, and we make noise and we cry loud. But at the end of the day, the only thing that's going to count is when we go to these locations we wait in line we get to that poll and we cast our vote tell your friends tell your family tell your mom your grandmama everybody you guys we definitely have to vote because what trump got to go this is my third week in a row saying this and so the third time is a charm you guys the third time is a charm we got to get trump out of the white house I hope you took the time to get out and vote today if you did not take the time to do anything else. I hope you took the time to get out and vote today. It was not for the presidential um, seat, but it was for the state. And every opportunity that we get to vote is important. Every opportunity that we get to show what we stand for, what we represent, what we the people need to see in our communities, in our lives, in our states, we need to take advantage of it. We have our ancestors, my black people, who have died, who have fought for us to have this right to vote, and we need to do more than getting out there protesting. We need to do more than just crying loud and making noise, but we need to take advantage of the opportunity that we have to vote. And so I hope and pray that you got out there and casted your vote on today. If you didn't, all right, that's okay, but another opportunity is coming soon, and when the opportunity comes, make sure that you get out and vote. Debbie says, I voted, yes, yes, I voted. Here's my sticker. Let me let y'all see. Got my handy-dandy sticker. Moving on to topic number three. I hope y'all are sharing this video here on Facebook, topic number three. Three of what say? I want you guys to comment. I want you to let me know what you're thinking. Topic number three: Dear white people, you don't own the road. <laughs> Dear white people, you don't own the road. For those who are watching here live that are used to myself and used to me doing Marissa Martin Ministries, this is not a ministry platform. This is not a ministry discussion. So we're just going to have some real talk, okay? We're going to have some real talk about some real life things. Dear white people, you don't own the road. (laughs) I am sick and tired of being sick and tired. And I'm sick and tired of driving on the highways, driving down the street, and having somebody getting behind me riding on my tail. Especially, (laughs) especially if I'm driving in the slow lane. Now I have driven in the fast lane. I think the fast lane, y'all help me out. Seth, how you doing? Y'all help me out. I think the fast lane is the left lane, right? That's the lane that you get in if you're in a hurry, if you have an emergency, if you have somewhere that you're trying to get and you need to get there now, you get in the fast lane, right? (laughs) Alfie, am I right or am I right? (laughs) So I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired driving on the highway and I'm in the slow lane. If I'm in the slow lane, I'm in the slow lane on purpose because I don't feel like rushing. Because I, I don't have anywhere to be at an appointed time, and I just want to cruise, right? I just want to cruise on the expressway. I want to listen to my music. Rather it be gospel, rather it be a little bit of Erica Badu. You know, I just want to cruise. And so I don't need anyone <laughs> driving on my tail, especially when the fast lane is open. Dear white people, go around. I, I don't know about you guys, but I feel like and this could just be me. Maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm crazy. But what I've experienced lately is when I'm driving, somebody driving on my tail whether I'm on the street or on the expressway and every time it's a white person. And I don't know if it is that they're trying to exercise their authority Or to be intimidating, um, or whatever it is, by driving on somebody's tail. I mean, but but it takes everything in me not to press my (laughs) brake. Because I wanna live. I wanna live, but I also wanna teach you a lesson (laughs) about driving on my bumper. That's that's so pitiful. You do not own the road, dear white people. If you are in a hurry and I'm in the slow lane and I am driving and I'm minding my my, my own business, I don't need you to exercise your authority. I don't need you to intimidate me. Just drive around. Just drive around. But we love you. We still love you anyway. We love you anyway. Moving on to our next thing. (laughs) Yes, all of the above. Right. Yes, all of the above. Debbie says, yes, all of the above. She says, I've experienced that on the streets of Barley. See, Miss Debbie, that's why I tend to stay away from Barley. I've had so many bad experiences in Barley, it does not make any sense. I never get pulled over for anything until I'm in Barley. Never. And so I've had my experience in Broadway, so I try to stay away if I can, but I certainly understand what you mean. But you guys, drive the speed limit, number one, because you don't have to be driving on anyone's tail if you're driving the speed limit. If the speed limit is 40 and I'm going 40 and you on my tail like that, that means you must be driving 50 or 60. Because if you drive the speed limit, we're going to have a proper distance between us, right? And we're supposed to be social distancing, so we want you to distance from our vehicles. Amen? We want you to distance from our vehicles. (laughs) Moving right along. The kids and the college students are going back to school. I don't know about you guys, but my sisters, my younger sisters will be starting back with school on Monday and they are somewhat excited. I guess I'll say they're somewhat excited. My sister, my middle sister, she is 18. And so this is really supposed to be her freshman year of college, which she will be doing online. She's not going away to any anybody's college campus because it's just not safe. Um... And my baby sister, who was in middle school, who will be doing her classes online and from home. So now, you know, everybody's not having to be out shopping in Walmart, in the mall, um, getting clothes. How do y'all feel about that? Are y'all relieved? Or do y'all miss it? Um, What are y'all thinking? I want to know. What say ye as far as the kids going back to school, them doing it online, them doing it from home? I want to know the opinions of the parents who will have to watch over their kids, making sure that they're going to be getting everything done. Um, you may have to answer questions. You may have to be the teacher for the most part. So how are you feeling about that? Um, working and then having to be the teacher to your kids during this time, um, having to make sure they have breakfast, lunch, and dinner, make sure they, that they get all of their work done and they're handling their responsibilities. How are you guys feeling? I know some must be happy that you're going to be saving some money as far as having to get that long list of school supplies. I remember every year, uh, we used to go shopping. My mom and I, we used to be up and down the aisles at Walmart and at Target trying to get all of my school supplies. So, we know that the kids may still need some supplies, um, of course, pencil and paper, but it must be um it must be great on the finances to not have to get all of those school supplies this year, not having to get a backpack to carry the books, um, not having to get uniforms or clothes um for them to wear throughout throughout the week. But I just want to know how how you guys are adjusting. How are you guys feeling? What are you guys thinking? I want to know what say ye. What say ye? Some of you guys have college students who are going back to the college campuses. I know some have gone back this past week, and I know some are going this upcoming week. What are your thoughts? How are you feeling about those who are going to these college campuses with COVID-19 still uh, resting in the earth? I want to know what say ye? What say ye? Let's see. All right. Everybody's quiet on this topic. So moving on. Alpha says, I'm excluded in this conversation. Mind going to school in person. Okay. Alpha's kids are going to school in person. What school do they go to? Do they go to Olive Branch? Alpha, do your kids go to Olive Branch? And Gabrielle is in elementary and Bobby in middle school, Correct. Janice says, my husband and I decided from the jump that our kids would be going to school virtually before they decided that all SCS would be virtual. Our ultimate concern was and is their safety. Absolutely, Janice. I understand 100%. Um, if your kids can, I suggest definitely keeping them at home. Um if, if you can at all, keep them at home because this thing, now we know, is spreading through children. Um, I've seen reports on the news. I've even heard it on the radio that kids are now getting the coronavirus, um, and we know have to get on my younger sisters all the time because they will walk out of the house without their mask i have to remind them they will get out of the car without their mask and i'm like where's your mask and they say oh i'm tired of it it's hot i can't breathe it's irritating i don't want to wear it and so i know if they feel that then i'm sure a lot of the kids feel just the same and we want to do our best to keep them safe Alpha said, Gabrielle is going to middle school. Whoa. Janice said, it will be a lot to take on because for us, we have three, third, fourth, and pre-K. Oh, my gosh. But, Janice, let me tell you something. You are a super woman. Do you hear me? You are a super mom, super wife, super woman. I love you. I love your personality, and I know that you will be able to do it. You will be able to get the job done and with ease. Alpha says, Bobby is in the tent. Oh, my goodness. They grow up so fast. And I'm getting old. I'm getting old. I know I'm only 25, y'all, but I'm getting old, seriously. Lisa says, I do not miss spending goo gobs of money on school supplies. My granddaughter is in Mississippi and will be learning virtually. Absolutely. I know that that saves a lot of money, especially if you have more than one child having to buy supplies for each child having to buy backpacks having to buy school clothes shoes um and you know everybody has to have the nicest shoes the freshest shoes as we used to say i can remember being back in high school everybody used to have the jordans y'all and i am not a tennis shoe person at all i've always worn flats i've always Well, I just recently like heels. It took me a very long time. You will be surprised. It took me a very long time to learn how to walk in heels. But I always used to just love wearing my flats. Um, And seldomly I would wear wear tennis shoes, but it, it would only be like for gym class. It wasn't for fashion. But back in high school, baby, everybody had to have the newest shoes. And I think that's when Jordans were coming out every single week. And so if you didn't have them, people were talking about you. And I mean, I guess I got talked about all the time because I didn't have the entries. And I've never been somebody to just jump onto trends just because everybody else doing it. I didn't like them. They made my feet hot and sweaty and uncomfortable. So I was like, y'all can have that. let's see what say ye let's see what the people are saying Alfie says hey Janice Janice says but we are trusting the Lord to guide us through this none of this was a surprise to God so he will help us along the way absolutely God is going to do just what he said he would do and we are just waiting on him to come through come through Lord Lisa says, the schools that are already in session have crowded hallways and classrooms with no masks. A student that posted on social media got suspended. Wow. Oh, my goodness. So we have to make sure even as the kids are going back to school. Because, yes, we know college students, um, they can be a little bit more responsible than our minor students. um, But it's definitely important that the schools are even taking the precautions um, when they're allowing these kids to go back to school, that they're taking the precautions that are necessary to keep them safe as they can, as safe as they can. And we can only say as safe as they can because this thing Oh my God, I made this post the other day and I'm going left a little bit, but I made this post today that the only thing, you guys, that is keeping us safe from the coronavirus is the Lord himself. I don't know who you believe in, I don't know what you believe in, but it's nobody but God. Um, and that's simply because we can wear these masks, you guys, and the mask, I know it covers your nose and your mouth, but you don't know who sneeze you're walking through and when it's getting on your mask. And you're taking your mask off and you're touching your mask with your hands and everything that you touch while you're trying to get to your hand sanitizer before you can get to the hand sanitizer. You got to open the car door. You got to do this and put your keys in the ignition and then you get to the hand sanitizer. And by that time, you have touched so many things before you can even get to the cleaning um, that it's so easy for all of us to have gotten this virus, but God's grace and his mercy has been, uh, such a keeper. God has been such a protector and he's been preventing a lot of us from getting the coronavirus. So I just want us to be aware that it's nobody but God. It's not the Lysol. It's not the hand sanitizer. It's not the gloves. It's not the mask. It's none of that, but it's the grace and mercy of Jesus Christ himself that is preventing us from getting the coronavirus. So we definitely want to be grateful unto God. I don't know if you told the Lord thank you today, but if you have not, go ahead right now. If you have not, go ahead right now. Jeremiah Shaw said, hey, hey, evangelist. Hey, Pastor Shaw. Lisa says, I meant granddaughter is in middle school. (laughs) Janice says, I love you too, dear. Thank you so much for those sweet, sweet comments. You're amazing. Janice, I'm just trying to get like you. I promise you, I'm trying to get like you. Alfie says, school in Mississippi just got pushed back a week today. They were supposed to start Monday. See? Hi, Tanya Buckley. Janice says, hey, Alfie. I think my comments here on Facebook are coming up a little late, but we're just going to keep going. Alfie says, if Mississippi goes virtual, you're going to have to come be their tutor, Marissa, because mama got to work all day. Woo! Alfie, I just told y'all I am getting old. I will be 26 in a few weeks. I'm getting old. I hardly remember what I learned back in the school days. And you want me to be a tutor? I got to go back to school first. I was trying to make the cross-eyed face. Am I doing it? No, I think I'm just looking down. I have to go back and watch the replay later and see if I'm doing it. But I have to go back to school first (laughs) before I can try to teach anybody anything. And from my understanding, they have this new system of doing math and everything. I heard it's a doozy, but we'll see about that. Hi, Donna. How are you? Hi, Miss Donna. She says, hey, ladybug. Janice says she couldn't help it. <laughs> Abby said, Janice, I thought she said she wasn't going to preach. I'm not preaching. I'm not preaching. But Jesus dwells within me. And sometimes he just, you know, he just be trying to get out. <laughs> he just be trying to bust out, y'all. Just be trying to bust out. Moving on. Have anybody, while we've been quarantined, been on TikTok? I know y'all been on TikTok. I've been seeing people posting videos up and down my timeline. And so, I want to know from somebody, anybody, what is your favorite TikTok? My favorite TikTok is one of the latest. um, When it says... (laughs) And I'm going to demonstrate, I don't want y'all to laugh at me. Miss Donna's already laughing. Hey, Maya, that's my little sister, y'all. She coming in the room. Come on in the room. My favorite TikTok is when I say, not the bang, the bang, Uh oh, 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 (laughs) oh. Have y'all seen that? If you have not seen it on TikTok, y'all need to go and see it. And uh, it's pretty much just people making fun of people who are still wearing the bangs here today in 2020. First of all, I'm trying to figure out what's wrong with the bangs because back in middle school and in high school, I used to keep a bang. I used to keep a wrap and a bang. I used to keep a ponytail and a bang. I used to keep a bun bun and a bang. I used to get braids, and a bang, <laughs> I used to get those, my mama, she used to call them scrunchies, or um, they were somewhat like finger waves, but they were really tight together, some of y'all probably know more about them than I do, <laughs> but she used to get the, I used to get those in a bang, finger waves in a bang, but lately, people have just been dismissing, down-putting, talking about the bang, what's wrong with the bang, I mean, a in and a bang, I mean, come on, help me out here. <laughs> Miss Donna is laughing, not the bang, okay, so now that we got all of our basic icebreaker topics out of the way, we're going to go ahead and get to my reason for coming on here tonight during this segment from What Say You, and that is to discuss relationships 101. I wanted to give some of you guys some time to come in, I thank you so much for participating, for coming and talking back to me. Share this video so that someone down your timeline can see and they can jump in on the conversation. So, relationships one on one. Question number one: Why does this generation or people in this day and time struggle so much with dating? That's our question number one. I'm going to give you guys a little time to respond. I see some are still watching here on Facebook Live. And I, I want to know, what do you think? What say ye? What's your opinion to the reason that people in this generation or people in this day and time, and I'm just repeating the question to try to stall for you while you're typing your response or while you're putting um, your comment in the comment section. Why does this generation... Or people in this day and time struggle so much with dating? Hmm. Why do people in this generation or in this day and time struggle so much with dating? And while you guys are coming up with your response, I'm just going to go ahead and give you guys what my thoughts are concerning this. Nowadays, with dating, I think people have lost long-suffering. People have lost endurance. Some of us have zero tolerance when it comes to issues, when it comes to mistakes, or when it comes to red flags. It's getting dark outside, huh? When it comes to issues and mistakes and red flags, we have no long suffering. We have zero tolerance. And the moment that you do something or you say something to rub me the wrong way, I'm out. Peace. Deuces. Chunk the deuces up. See you later. That's my opinion to why. That's one of my opinions to why some of us struggle so much in this generation and in this day and time. With dating, but I want to know for those of you who are watching me, those of you who are peeping in, those that are viewing. I want to know what say ye? I want you to participate in the conversation. Put your thoughts, your response in the comment section. Hi Elijah Griggs, how you doing? What do you think? Why do you think we struggle so much with dating? Do you think that it's because we leave too quickly? Or do you think in some instances that we stay too long? Because sometimes we have to make sure that we establish our deal breakers, right? We have to know what's a deal breaker, what's a red flag, and when we need to cut this thing short. And then we need to know when some things are just a mistake, when we can work this thing out, when we can talk this thing out, when I can give you a second chance, right? Because sometimes we give up so quickly on people and we have to understand that everybody has an issue. Okay, that's including me and that's including you. Whether you want to admit it or not, we all have an issue. So you can get upset or want to dismiss somebody or be done with them just because they do something or say something that you don't like. But when you move on and you date somebody new, that person is also going to do something or maybe say something that you don't like because we all have an issue and their issue may not be the same issue that the person before them had or the person that you were dating before had but it's going to be a different issue and so then we have to determine what issues can we tolerate and what issues are intolerable hmm We have to determine what things can we tolerate, what things are we willing to work with, and and, and what things are just like, uh, nah, I can't do it. Alfie says, selfishness and self-centeredness are at an all-time high. Hmm. You think that that some are selfish and self-centered? Expound on that, Alfie. So do you mean that we are more focused on ourselves than we are on our mate or the person that we're dating? Donna says, some of us have our minds made up of how we want a person to be, and if they don't live up to those expectations, we vamp. Woof! Miss Donna, <laughs> you stepped on some toes with well, them, you might have stepped on my toes, Okay. And that's why we're on here tonight, because I want to know what you guys think, and I, I want to say what I think, and I want you guys to share what you think. I want to help you, and I want you to help me. I want to know what say ye. But yes, back to what you said, Ms. Donna. Yes, because some of us, we have this picture-perfect man, and I'm speaking about women, we have this picture-perfect man in our mind. And if you're a godly woman, of course, we want them to to um have a heart for God. We want them to be saved and sanctified filled with the Holy Ghost. Um and we say we want want a man that's funny. And I'm just naming some of the things that we say we want them to be tall, dark and handsome. Uh we want him to have some money. We want to um make sure that he has a car. His his own place. He you know is a hard working man. Um and, and for some men Who may be coming on to this podcast. Because I want to try to keep this podcast um, diverse. It's easy as a woman. For me to converse with other women, right? But I want to have men to chime in. I want to know your opinions too, and I want to know what you're thinking. But you know, men can put together this whole list of, you know, I want her to be fine as wine. I want her to have a Coca-Cola shape. I want her to love the Lord. I want her to be um, independent. I want her to be smart and witty and funny. And so we have this list of things that we expect in the moment that we see, oh, That's all. Or they don't have this or they don't meet my criteria or they have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, but they don't have 10. And so it's not going to work. It's not going to work. And so we have to be able to determine, like I said, what can we work with and what we can't work with? I want to know, Donna and Alfie, how do we establish or how can we determine what's a deal breaker is it if they don't line up to the things on our list is that a deal breaker or do we have a list of things that are deal breakers and then if they miss one or two things or if it's something else that's a small issue do we know when we can work through it me my me myself and i personally i know that two things that i will absolutely not tolerate whether it's in a relationship or marriage is and I can only I can only say marriage because I'm not married and I've never been married and I know that for my married people um I've heard that you know things may change when you enter into a marriage but where I am right now in this season in this place that I'm in right now two things I cannot tolerate and that is a an abusive person Physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, or financially. Okay? An abuser. Can't tolerate him. Number two. And let me know if y'all agree or if y'all disagree. Number two. Okay? A cheater. (laughs) It's just that simple because we want our mate to be faithful, right? We want to be the number one person in their world. We want, you know... What am I, what does my aunt say? You know, I I want you to want to drink my dirty bath water, (laughs) right? So we want somebody that wants to be all about us and that loves everything about us, right? That finds no comparison and no competition, but just loves us for who we are and what we bring to the table. So let me go, let me go back a little bit and read some of these. Comments Alfie says people in this generation and times compared to past generations and times, self-centeredness and selfishness is higher now compared to previous generations and shallowness too. Okay, Alfie. I think that's kind of along the lines with some of the things that I'm saying, and some some of the things that Donna is saying too. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so we have to establish deal breakers, right? And we have to know what it is that we want. And we have to not be so quick to leave. I guess that's what that's what we're coming to, the conclusion that we're coming to. We have to have staying power. We have to have long suffering and endurance, right? When it comes to dating. Also, concerning dating. Does age matter? Does age matter? Rather, it's your mate being older than you. Rather, it's your mate being younger than you. Or rather, it's your mate being about the same age as you. How do y'all feel when it comes to age and dating or age and relationships? I want to know what y'all think. I want to know what say ye. Myself, personally, (sighs) I don't know. I think when it comes to maturity, and I'm only going to talk this way because it seems like we only have our ladies listening and participating on tonight. As a woman, when it comes to maturity, we know that it is known, it is studies show that women mature faster than men. And so because women mature faster than men, some of us myself included, may come to the conclusion that an older man is what will be best for us, simply because someone who is older may have maybe at the same maturity level that we are. But then again, we may come across a person who is older than us and age can be nothing but a number, right? <laughs> is that a Leah, Ashanti? Shanti? That says age ain't nothing but a number. Was that R. Kelly? Low. I don't want to give R. Kelly any time on my line, any time on my hotline. <laughs> but we're not talking about that tonight. But could it be that someone who's older can still be immature? Can still not be on the same maturity level? I see so many people watching. But I don't see anybody talking to me. What say ye? Alfie says an old fool, <laughs> an old fool. Okay, so somebody can so somebody can be older than you, and they can still be less mature. Hmm. What about younger? What What are you guys' opinion, Alfie? What is your opinion on dating someone who is younger than you? Are they a young fool? <laughs> Do you feel like they cannot relate? They can't keep up? What say ye? Donna says, it depends on the maturity. Someone older may have an 18 year old mindset. Woo! Evangela Donna is on here speaking, y'all. Apple says, Aaliyah singing, R. Kelly producing. You know they got me. Let's take it another way. We ain't going another way today. Sorry, R. Kelly. lisa says i think the maturity level is more important than the age as long as no one is robbing the cradle they should be good make sure you are like-minded i 100% agree rather the person that you're dating is older or you're dating someone younger than you of course you want to make sure that you're dating legally boop you want to make sure that you're dating legally But then you also want to make sure that you guys are on the same page, that you're seeing eye to eye, that you have things in common, that you're agreeing on the same things when it comes to maturity, right? That we're able to relate, that we have some of the same common interests, that we, we see ourselves going in the same places five years from now, 10 years from now, five weeks from now. We need to know that our paths are aligning, And most importantly, that we're what? Equally yoked. It starts by being equally yoked because if you're equally yoked with the person that you're dating or the person that you're going to be with or be married, then everything will align. Everything will align. And I mean, it'll just mesh. It'll come together like this when it's a God ordained thing, right? Because even though this is What Say Ye The Podcast, we definitely know. And if you know me, I keep God at the forefront, at the center, in the midst of all things. So as long as the relationship is God-ordained and two people are equally yoked, everything is going to come together. You won't have to worry about a thing. But yes, we definitely want to make sure the maturity level is matching, right? Right. And now I'm going to talk about something because I feel led a little bit, just a little bit to go a different way with this um, conversation. And I want to talk about being equally yoked and things being God ordained. And I'm only going to touch on this for a brief second and then we're going to move on. Okay. Um, I've had people ask me, and this is concerning sex, waiting to be married, to have sex. Ouch. (sighs) I don't usually talk about these things openly, but waiting until marriage for sex. Absolutely important. Absolutely a must do. Should do absolutely what I'm doing right here on my finger. You will see I have a purity ring. Amen. But some people may say that, oh, how do I know that if I wait until marriage, that when it comes to being intimate, when it comes to intimacy, that everything is going to be what I need it to be. This is my advice to you. If you trust God, if you believe in God, and if you wait on God, when God puts you together with that person that has for you, like I said earlier, everything is going to align perfectly. You're not going to have to test the waters. You're not going to have to try to figure out, am I going to like this? Is this somebody I'm going to want to be, be with for a long time, for long term? Everything, every one of your needs is going to be met. Rather, it's like we just discussed, maturity. Rather, it's, you know, our dreams and our goals and our visions aligning. Rather, it's sex or anything else. When you allow God to bring that person into your life, the person that he created and designed for you in the beginning of time, everything is going to align. Everything is going to align. People make their own definitions for equally yoked. Alpha X found, what do you mean um, people people make their own definitions for equally yoked? Hey, doc. He says, I agree. I agree. I like when people agree with me. Amen. Donna, Donna says, speak true. Alpha says, everything tastes good when you're and You'll be okay if you wait. <laughs> That's one way to put it now. <laughs> everything tastes good when you're and You'll be okay if you wait. Absolutely. Rather, it's... I mean... God is just not a man that he will fail. And so you have to really have that personal connection, that personal relationship with God. You have to be able to talk with God and tell him what you want. Like the old saints used to say, Jesus on the main line. Tell him what you want. Tell him what you want, as far as. Tell him what you want and tell him what you need. As far as the person that you're going to be with, rather is dating, rather it's in a relationship, or rather is concerning being married. Doc says, My question would be, I'm so glad to have a man in the room. He says, my question would be, would bad sex make or break a marriage? Hmm. Okay. So, like I just said, (laughs) if your marriage is God-ordained, if this is the person that God has prepared for you, then there's going to, I don't, I don't believe that there's going to be bad sex. I just believe that everything, you know, try not to go too deep and too far. (laughs) And And I wasn't ready for this tonight, but everything is going to be exactly what you need. But I mean, that takes us to the question. My question is, did you marry somebody that God did not select for you to marry? Because if you marry somebody that God did not select for you to marry, then maybe that person will not be the one to meet your needs. Rather, it's emotionally, mentally, or sexually. And so that's why, from the very beginning, you have to take it to the Lord in prayer. (laughs) You have to take that thing to the Lord in prayer. Do you hear me? Because God is a supplier of all of our needs. (laughs) was said, tag me in. i answer. Come on, Alfie. Type quickly, quickly, quickly. <laughs> what say ye, Alfie? What say ye? Doc is laughing. What do you think? You're asking me this question, Doc. I want to know what do you think. He says his question is, what bad sex make or break a marriage? But I'm going to tell you this. Now, if you get a marriage and it's not what you want it to be, you married. <laughs> I would never, I would never promote or encourage anybody to end their marriage. I would say, go to counseling. I would say, talk it out, work it out, figure it out, whatever you got to do. Now, I don't know what you will do, but whatever you got to do, do what you need to do. Okay. Doc says, you definitely got to take it to the Lord in prayer. <laughs> I know that's right. I said, what's my fivefold ministry office, ma'am? Come on now, if you gonna teach, then teach. <laughs> Come on, teach. Help us out. Help us out, Alfie. Miss Donna got quiet. Miss Donna, what do you think? Lisa says the fun is in the learning together. All right, y'all getting excited now. <laughs> I'm gonna give y'all just a few more seconds to comment on that, and then I have another question that I wanna propose concerning relationships and dating. Alfie, are you gonna to respond to Doc's question? Let's see. Hi Miss Debbie, thanks for joining me. I want y'all to share this video so others down your timeline can see here on Facebook so they can join in on the conversation and we can ask them the question what say ye if you're just now coming in Thank you so much for joining us on this journey. Grab your coffee or your tea, whichever you prefer, and enjoy this conversation for what say ye. Alpha said, this is what I'll do, teach them. <laughs> oh, listen, I wasn't ready. Is that what Kevin Hart says? I wasn't ready. <laughs> I'm not about to play with y'all. And y'all not about to play with me, okay? Moving on to the next thing. <laughs> timeline. What is the timeline concerning dating nowadays? Rather it goes from talking. Come on, Doc. Stay with me. Rather it goes from talking to dating. We're in a relationship. We're engaged. We're married. Now, being engaged and being married is a lot more profound or in a relationship, but what about when you first meet somebody, when you first exchange numbers, when you first exchange emails, when you first begin communicating, what is that called? What is that stage called? Is it called talking? Well, my grandma called it coding. (laughs) Coding. Is it coding? Coding. And can somebody confirm while we on it? Can somebody confirm with me that coding is courting? Is it courting or is it coating? Is it (laughs) C-O-U-R-T-I-N-G? Or is it, I hope my grandma not watching this. She might watch the replay, y'all. She be watching me. Or is it C-O-A-T-I-N-G? I I love you, grandma. (laughs) So is it talking and then we're dating and then we're, we decide to be in a relationship. Do we have this conversation to confirm that we're dating? Do we have a conversation to confirm? How do we know that we're in a relationship? Do we sit down and have that? Do you, do you, does a man give a woman a sheet of paper that says yes, no, and maybe, and we check it off. Do we have a meeting, a breakfast meeting? I mean, how do we, set this timeline for dating and how do we move through it? How do we transition is what I'm asking. Let's see what y'all saying in the comments here on Facebook. Nana says, I'm trying to listen and control my grandson. Sorry. (laughs) Hey, grandson. His old cute self. Doc says, I'm here. Alfie says, I'm going to call it friendship. Yes, it's the same thing. Coding and courting. It's courtship. Courting. Okay. Thank y'all. It's courting, but old school is coding. <laughs> when I tell y'all, I just discovered that coding was courting. I'm like, what are they talking about? Cone? Who is coating? I don't see nobody walking around with a cone on. It's hot outside. It's summertime. It's 90 degrees. Humidity 102. And I don't see anybody coding. <laughs> Y'all gotta pray for me, but then the Lord delivered me, and I discovered <clears throat> that it's courting. Then I discovered that it's courting. Ain't nobody coding. Come on, now. Hi, Bianca Warren. She says, "I know, right?" Great, great questions. Doc says breakfast. Okay, so we go to breakfast, and then that's when that's when we determine that we're in a relationship. When we go to breakfast, we we sit down and we have some pancakes and some orange juice and we determine at that moment, okay, we in a relationship. Are are you going to ask me? So is the man going to say, will you be my girlfriend or do we just, we go from texting and talking on the phone and then we just going to assume, you know, because cause what's understood don't have to be stated. Is that what we say? We don't have to explain what's already understood. <laughs> So are we just gonna have an understand? You know, mutual. Are we gonna make eye contact and we gonna be like, yeah? <laughs> or are we going to establish? You know, is is a man gonna ask? Me personally, I want a man to ask me. Just like you're gonna ask me to marry you, I want you to ask me for ask me for my number, right? I was raised. My stepdad. My stepdad taught me, uh, to never. Never give out my number. And I want to know y'all's opinions on these things too. My stepdad always told me never give a man your number. You never make the first move. You never go. I don't care what you think he look like, how fine you think he's, how anointed. You never give a man your number. Now y'all may disagree and that's fine. You may agree. That's fine. I want to know. What say ye? We're at the 54 minute mark. All right. I see we on here chatting. I want to know. My stepdad always told me never give a man your number. So I want a, I want a man to ask for my number. Now, I believe in, you know, a woman can give you a hint that you know she into you too. You know, I see you looking at me, you see me looking at you and I'm like, you know, smile. <laughs> and you know, I let you know that it's okay to ask for my number. I let you know that it's okay to make the first move, but I'm not going to ask you. And I'm not going to give you my number. <laughs> you gotta ask. Ask, and it shall be given unto you. Knock and the door shall be opened unto you. Seek, and ye shall find. You got to ask. Let me know what y'all think. I was says, your mama probably gave your stepdad. her <laughs> number. Thank God she's not on here. I'm going to ask her. You know what? I'm going to ask her. I'm going to say, mama, did you give? <laughs> Ooh, that took me. I'm going to say, mama, did you give my stepdad your number? Or did he ask you? And that's what I should have asked him. Why? He's trying to tell me that. But I believe the man should ask for a woman's number um i believe that a man should ask you know or establish we're in a relationship i want you to be my woman i want us to be exclusive i want you to be my girlfriend and yes you can be 20 some 30 some 40 some 50 some and you can still ask me to be your girlfriend and then of course you're gonna get on your knee and ask me to marry you right that's what we expect i want to know what say ye because I'm sure i not get on my knee and asking a man to marry me. We need to bar that. We need to ban that. We need to send it back from whenceforth it came. These spirits that's jumping our women here today that makes them want to get on their knee and ask a man's hand in marriage. Baby, send it back where it came. Send it back from where it came. Let me read some of these comments. Alpha says, in the country, is coding. Okay, gotcha. Coding. Alpha says, commitment With engagement, though, I'm sure. Donna says, the relationship stage has to be agreed upon. Yes, we have agreed that we're in a relationship, right? And you have to ask me. (laughs) I'm stuck on the asking part. You have to ask me. Alpha says, your mama probably gave Ah, We already discussed that. Donna says, "I am old school. Forgive me for calling y'all first names. Alfie Donna, anybody else from my church or who knows me, but we we in podcast mode, so we're we're talking very casually. I love y'all. I give y'all the utmost respect." Donna says, "I am old school. I want the man to make the first move. Yes. Ask me, make me feel special and important." <laughs> God says a woman should never pursue a man. That is not of God. That is so right because what a man that find of the wife find of the good thing and obtain it favor mm, from the Lord. So I don't know why some are out there saying they don't want to be married because you're missing out on so many things. You you battling with so many closed doors, so many opportunities that's waiting to be had, but you won't get your favor. You won't take a step into that new dimension called marriage. You won't become one with the woman that God created for you. Let me help somebody today. Vianica Warren says, Amen. Amen and amen. Alfie says, We all gonna be old and single together waiting on these jokers. Alfie, Marissa, Donna, and one more person will be the golden girl. (laughs) I rebuke that. (laughs) I rebuke that. I rebuke that. I don't wanna be single. I don't wanna be old and single. Uh-huh. I want to be married. I want to be married. I was looking at a Facebook live video the other day where one of my new associates who who is in ministry, she's also a woman in ministry, a co-pastor um, of a church in Bartlett. And she was doing a live talking about how a single women, we need to stop. Feeling bad for desiring marriage, or stop feeling like we can't vocalize that we desire to be married. Um, and, and stop making people feel like, oh, you must be thirsty or thirsty. That's the new word for, or you see you're coming across desperate simply because you're saying, I want to be married, I want a man, I want a partner, I want a companion. No, it's nothing wrong with that. It's nothing wrong with vocalizing that, it's nothing wrong with being single and desiring that in your life. We should desire that. God created us to be with a man. He created us from the man's rib. And so it's nothing wrong being a single woman and having the desire to be with a man. And so I'll raise my hand and say, I want a man. I want a husband. I want a family. I want to have children. I declare and i decree that over my life right now tonight. Lisa says, I agree with you 100% on all of it. Alpha says, then Ruth pursued Boaz. She made a whole plan to catch that man. All right. All right. Waiting in the water now. And then most Christian women say they want Boaz, but they don't want to do what Ruth did to get Boaz. All right. What say ye on that? Uh, we're going to have our own conversation concerning that. Um... We're we're definitely going to talk about that because I definitely have an opinion concerning that. But all in all, we do know that a man that finds a wife finds a good thing. And so we do, Alfie, back to what you were saying. We do have to make sure as women that we are preparing to be found. Um, I would say that Ruth was...